Okay, so to be honest, uh, most likely your vision stinks. It's probably lousy. I'm guessing that people don't know what it is. It doesn't guide the work of the school or the building. That's a problem. There's five common mistakes that school leaders make regarding vision. One is that it lacks depth. Two, it's created to look good or sound good. Three, it lacks direction. Four, it's uninspiring. And five, and most importantly, it lacks excitement. Like, that's a problem. Your vision should be exciting. There's a a prophet, Habakkuk, who said, write the vision down so that those who read it will run. People are running because they're excited. And if you have folks rowing in different directions or actively doing things that you don't want, you have a vision problem. So today's, today's episode is interesting because I'm coming off a truly inspiring handful of days where I had the privilege of serving about 20 school leaders from the U.S. and Canada, where we came to a very special place in Taos, New Mexico, and we talked about creating what I call a remarkable vision. People walked away transformed. It was truly an incredible event. And so for this podcast, I share the welcome message from that event and kind of do some meta like talking about why I included different pieces and that kind of thing. And ultimately, and to be very clear too, uh, because I'm on a mission, right, to connect, grow, and mentor every school leader, every ruckus maker who wants to level up. So to be very clear, I have an opportunity where I'd love to work with you uh, in a group setting, creating a remarkable vision for your school. And the best thing is, okay, you won't get the live event. You won't get um, pampered. Like I really pampered the leaders. Like they ate the most amazing food. (laughs) And there was just constant amazing food at this live event, plus really cool people to hang out with. And uh, it was was a luxury resort, right? So I I can't recreate that for you. But I am going to do an online experience where... Uh, The teachings from that event will be available so you can get them at literally a a quarter of the cost of what it what it costs to come to the live event. Right. And you'll still get the great community aspect that I'm sort of known for. Right. So uh, people who weren't able to attend uh, or people new to this experience, um, you'll be able to go through the asynchronous live content, but you'll also be able to connect live in a group coaching setting where we all get our questions answered regarding vision and really start to really start to dig in. Hey, it's Daniel and welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, a show for ruckus makers, those out of the box leaders making change happen in education. And we'll be right back after some short messages from our show sponsors. Take the next step in your professional development with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Learn from Harvard Business and Education School faculty while you collaborate with a global network of fellow school leaders. Apply now for our February 2022 cohort at betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. During COVID, every teacher is a new teacher. That's why innovative school leaders are turning to TeachFX, whose virtual PD is equipping thousands of teachers with the skills they need to create engaging, equitable, and rigorous virtual or blended classes. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder 
who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning, whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizeBinder.com. Hello there, Ruckus Maker. This is Danny Bauer, Chief Ruckus Maker over at Better Leaders, Better Schools. And today's episode is going to be a bit different. I won't have a guest. It's just going to be me uh, riffing on the idea of vision. And the reason I chose to do this is, uh, well, two, one, I needed uh, I needed some content. <laughs> so uh, I'm creating this podcast for you. But two, and more importantly, We're just coming off of a vision event that I hosted. It was live. We were in New Mexico, Taos, New Mexico, which I highly recommend you check out. It honestly has stolen my heart. It's such a beautiful place in the uh, Southwest in the United States. And it was honestly the perfect location for a live event where I brought together 20 leaders from around the U.S. and Canada to dream big dreams. That's right. I taught what I call my remarkable vision formula, three steps to creating a remarkable life, a remarkable family, and a remarkable school. And over two days, uh, leaders connected. It was it was really special. And uh, Franklin, who's a leader in the central office uh, up in the Pacific Northwest, he said... This was the best live event he had ever intended, and everybody else agreed with him. It really was special. So what I want to do is share what was my welcome message to the live event attendees to the larger Ruckus Maker Nation. And I'm going to do that for a few reasons. One, there's a ton of great ideas and content that got the leaders excited and set the tone for the live event. But I also want to inspire you, Ruckus Maker, the leader listening right now. And if your vision needs a tune-up, if your vision doesn't even exist, or if your vision is weak, which 90% of schools, their vision, quite honestly, is terrible. People don't know what it is, and it's done in the wrong way. And so I just want to share some ideas here. And then there's an opportunity to work with me as well. So we, we had the live event uh, that was $2,000 per attendee. And listen, it may sound expensive, but it was an all-inclusive trip. So that included the event, the materials, all the swag I gave out, bringing me in. But it also included the per- people's rooms. It included the food. So that was really quite a steal. So the reason I'm sharing this is obviously uh, there's not another live event planned, but I'm going to put up all my talks from that event uh, somewhere online. And if you would like access to those and join an online course, plus a few what I would call like maintenance group coaching calls, because you'll go through the content, get interested in it, uh, start digging in, but you'll have questions. uh, So there'll be some group coaching calls. Uh, I'll let you know all about that. Anyways, if that interests you, send me an email and just put in the subject line, I want help with vision, right? And then just tell me that you're you're in and uh, I'll get you the next steps so you can enroll in this online asynchronous content part of the course. And then I'll get you the details for the live group coaching calls to really dial in your vision. It's pretty cool. You know, it's 
uh, two birds with one stone sort of idea because there were a number of ruckus makers, unfortunately, who had bought tickets to the event. And because of uh, work conflicts or concerns, obviously, the pandemic is still happening. Uh, they chose not to attend. So in order to still serve that group, uh, I'm creating this online experience. And so you're welcome to join if you'd like. So with that being said, here is the welcome message. Now, I opened the talk with a poem from uh, David White called Start Close In. And legally, I don't know that I can read the entire poem on a podcast, but I will read a stanza. I think that's appropriate. I don't think that violates any rules. And if it does, somebody tell me because I'll edit this part out. Start close in. Don't take the second step or the third. Start with the first thing. Close in the step you don't want to take. And obviously the poem continues, but the point is that you start with yourself, you start close in. You start with the first baby step towards creating a grand vision. And that's why I shared that poem. And I let it sit there with the attendees and we discussed a bit about what it meant. From there, I transitioned to why I love vision so much. And at the end of the day, listen, I am very good at a small amount of things. And one of my superpowers, absolutely, is helping others create a remarkable vision. I've just, I've always been good at it. And it's something that I get. I think because I'm an unorthodox leadership coach, it's so much more than the standard vision that goes on the wall, that goes on a mug, that gets printed on posters and that kind of thing. And that ultimately is completely uninspiring and nobody remembers what it is. <laughs> In the Jewish Bible, Nevin, uh, Christians may know it as the Old Testament. There's a short line from the prophet Habakkuk that is relevant to this weekend's gathering for the live event. And what Habakkuk taught us is to write the vision down so that those who read it can run. Write the vision down so that those who read it can run. And that's the thing, right? When you have a strong vision, it provides incredible clarity about where you're going. It paints a picture that is so inspiring. People just have to make it come true. Now, the opposite is also the reality. In Proverbs, it tells us where there is no vision, people scatter. So it's really up to you. And you know the motto over at BLBS, everybody wins when you get better. So are you going to invest in your own development in creating a vision that is remarkable and that people want to make a reality? So some pain points when it comes to vision, because vision is everything. If you've ever experienced folks that row in different directions, they're out there, it seems like they're beating, you know, to a different drummer and not in a good way, right? They are uh, what feels like at times purposely doing the opposite of what you want. That's indicative that your vision is unclear and uninspiring. If you've ever wondered why people are doing this, they're detached, they're disengaged. And that's because the vision isn't there. Now, the benefits of having a remarkable vision is the alignment between teams, right? You row in the same direction. It also acts as a magnet. 
And it attracts the kind of people that you want to retain and who you want to attract. And it repels those with stinking thinking and those that hurt your efforts to create a remarkable school. Imagine that, a vision doing the work for you to bring in the best and to repel the worst. Quick story, I didn't think I'd share this, but so when I was, uh, when I was a principal in Houston, I was surprised that I was the first principal in the whole history of the school, and it, it had been around for decades, right? First principal to meet with the main office staff. First principal to meet with the cafeteria and the custodians. Why'd I do this? One, because they're human beings <laughs> and they're important to me and they serve critical functions within our school. But the other thing I knew as well is that obviously the teachers, counselors, those kind of folks are important to the business and the day-to-day operations of school. But the folks that support the teachers in the community, they're the foundation so that we can all experience success. The first person you see is in the main office. And whether they, whether they greet you with a warm welcome and a smile or maybe some cloudy weather and a scowl, that really sets the tone in your opinion of how the school operates. So there I was meeting with the main office staff for the first time. We were talking about values. We were talking about the vision of where our school was going. And we were talking about how their function in the main office, helped connect and make a reality the school we were trying to create. And I saw just the twinkle in my staff's eyes, the calling, the invitation to something much more than just answering phones and collecting paper and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And for the first time, they felt seen and heard, and they wanted to plug into something so much bigger. Now, the interesting thing, and the reason I'm telling this story, is that four of the five main office staff members were the right people. The fifth person, I I inherited the entire team. But there was somebody sort of new, hired by the principal before me, and she was absolutely the wrong fit. You could hear the way she interacted with parents, and it was just extremely judgy, right? Uh, I worked in an affluent school where parents uh, really wanted to spoil their kids in a good way, and they would bring them these amazing lunches all the time, right? And so, yeah, some kids ate the cafeteria food, but there was a good portion of kids that got really nice takeout or home-cooked meals on the regular, and the parents would drop them off, and the main office would call the kid, the kid would come get their lunch. So this fifth main office staff member would judge that. And not only that, she would ask in a joking sort of way, where's my lunch? And guilted even some parents who brought her lunch because they didn't want to face that kind of judgment from the main office. It's completely inappropriate. And I knew that at some point this person would have to move on. Well, after this first meeting with the main office staff, again, talking about vision, values, how they're connected to the bigger picture, how they can make our dream turn into reality. After that first meeting, just one meeting, that staff member turned in her letter of resignation and said, you know what? 
I don't think this is the right fit for me. And I threw a party <laughs> because in the back of my mind, I knew she wasn't the right fit. In the back of my mind, I knew there was a number of difficult conversations that we'd have to have soon and that eventually she'd have to move out. But the vision was so clear to her, she made that decision herself. So one of the benefits, I illustrated the story, but a clear vision operates as a magnet, attracting the best and repelling the worst. The last benefit of having a remarkable vision is excitement, right? School, leadership, teaching, engaging in education and having the opportunity to serve should be exciting. We're working towards something much bigger than ourselves. We're working with our life's purpose, but we're molding and shaping the future of civilization and working with the the most important resources any community has to offer their children. What an opportunity. And so your vision should be exciting. There's a uh, psychologist named Carl Jung. And when I first dreamt up this live event, it was pre-pandemic. And if you know, and you've been following my work for a while, I called the event Bollingen Tower. Strange name, right? And it's kind of funny. Some people thought the resort we were going to was actually called Bollingen Tower. It's not. (laughs) It was called El Monte Sagrado, which means the sacred mountain. Because the Pueblo people in Taos, New Mexico, have lived there for thousands and thousands of years. They were never moved by the colonialists who came in, right? Settled first, obviously, in the east, moving west. But the Spaniards came up from the south, from Mexico. So long story short, those people never left the land. They have an incredibly rich history and El Monte Sagrado is the sacred mountain where they have a Genesis story themselves, something about a lake and how they were born out of this lake in the mountain. It's really a beautiful story. So that's where we were at, not Bollingen Tower. But I chose this name, Bollingen Tower, because Carl Jung, the psychologist, built it on the shores of the upper lake in Zurich, or one upper lake in Zurich, uh, near the small town of Bollingen. And listen, this is hundreds of years ago, before iPhones, before computers, before social media. But even back then, Young found there was too much distraction and busyness in day-to-day life. That's the human experience. And so how do we build sort of boundaries and that allow us to focus and create deep work, work of real value. So Jung built Bollingen Tower. He would retreat there into its inner quarters inside the tower. And it was modeled after meditation rooms he had seen on a tour of British-controlled India to think deeply about his breakthrough work on psychiatry and the collective unconscious. And this story is told in Cal Newport's book, Deep Work. Young writes of Bollingen, At Bollingen, I am in the midst of my true life. I am most deeply myself. At times, I feel as if I am spread out over the landscape and inside things, and am myself living in every tree. In the splashing of the waves, 
in the clouds and the animals that come and go, in the procession of the seasons. So I know you're not with me in the live event. And I'm not sure if you're going to join this online asynchronous course plus live group coaching calls. But even if you go and do the work of vision on your own, make sure that you find space like young to be in the midst of your true life, to be most deeply yourself, to be connected to nature. That's why I picked house. It's there. Mountain views like everywhere. There's a huge uh, sort of canyon that the Rio Grande has carved into the New Mexican landscape over eons. And it inspires. So whatever you do, that's a teaching point. It's easier to unlock the creativity, the magic, and the dreaming necessary of creating a remarkable vision while in nature and while outside the normal day-to-day of school leadership. Deep thinking, deep work, connecting with ourselves is essential if you want to be an effective leader. It is essential to the leadership that desires to be proactive. Have you ever noticed in the words reacting and creating that they have the exact same letters? But they mean to entirely different things. So whether you take action by yourself or whether you take action in this course, I invite you to create versus to react. Now, we're all educators. We're most likely the ruckus maker listening is in the education niche. And we know that there's all kinds of students Broadly, we can categorize students into three categories. Group one, they don't care at all. (laughs) They have other priorities. What you're teaching is not one of them. Their minds are closed. Group two is focused on information. Their minds are not fully open. They want to learn some things, but they're also ready to leave as soon as possible. Group three, this is the best kind of student. Instead of information, these students are there for transformation. They have a twinkle in their eye. They get goosebumps and get super excited when they learn because they see the possibility in front of them. When you work on your vision, I invite you to be like group three, those kind of students. Those invested in transformation, those with a twinkle in their eye. When you're open to that kind of learning, transformation and magic is around the corner. The thing about all those groups, right? So closed mind, information seeking, or transformation prioritized. It's all a mindset and it's a choice. Just like everything in life and leadership, you get to choose the story you tell yourself. You get to choose the path. Even when you don't think there's choice, there is choice. So I want you to consider what that means for you and what you need to do in your life and leadership to make a remarkable vision possible. One thing that made this event really special, so I'm sort of talking about the event now and not doing necessarily teaching on vision, but there are connections here. One is that... uh, 
I invited participants to unplug as much as possible. So on the meta level, even in your day-to-day life in leadership, there should be times where you unplug and recharge. And it's very easy. Listen, the emails keep coming. The to-do list continuously grows. But that stuff isn't where real value is created for your school community. And the only way to truly be a top-performing ruckus maker is to unplug and to recharge the battery from time to time. That should be a daily practice. And within the live event structure, that was a multiple days practice. Another sort of big idea that I want to share is to create some kind of sanctuary in your home. Where is there a place that you can retreat to from time to time? And maybe that's to read, to enjoy a cup of coffee or tea or maybe a cocktail with your partner, a place to read, to let your mind water wander into dream. Something else that was interesting too about the event, it was like no other education event ever created. I don't know about you, but a lot of things that I create are in response to what I've experienced. And so gone are the days, for me at least, going to conferences where it's workshop and session after session, followed by a quick lunch, and then back into the events, back into the sessions with zero time to collaborate with peers and zero time to unpack process and make a plan of action of what I'm going to do with the ideas. You know, it was John Doerr who said, ideas are easy, execution's everything. So when I built Bollingen Tower and taught the remarkable vision to these 20 ruckus makers in Taos, New Mexico, it was just 20% teaching. And they had hours, so much open space. I was literally a bit terrified because they were either going to love this experience because of the connection, the relationships, the opportunity to do the work and dream, or they were going to hate it. Luckily, they loved it. And my bet was a solid one. And the other thing, too, is through the stories and the way I teach and coach others in my unorthodox way is I hope to light a spark. Because here's the thing. You actually already have all the answers inside of you. And my role is just to ask the questions and to tell the stories that spark the flame that already exists. So in closing... I want to share what the Stoic philosopher Seneca said about vision. And Seneca said, If a man knows not to which port he sails, no wind is favorable. And that's the funny thing about vision. We're all headed somewhere. We're all sailing, and we all have wind at our sails. But will we end up where we want to arrive? So that was, uh, that was the talk, the welcome message, basically, that I gave participants at the Remarkable Vision event. I invited them, and I'll invite you too, Ruckus Maker listening. When it comes to vision, and if you choose to uh, enroll in this, in this uh, online course I'm creating for you, what would you hope to accomplish by creating a Remarkable Vision? Going through the course or creating your vision... What would make the vision 
and this investment in yourself a success? And this question I definitely want you to answer. Imagine it was one year from today. And so that would be November 24th, 2022. Uh, at least if you're listening when this drops live. So November 24th, 2022. What would need to happen over the next 12 months in your personal family and organizational life for you to be pleased with the progress that you see? And I think that's a great question that we all should answer. So good luck. I, I have a lot of uh, content on vision on the blog. Uh, I've, I've certainly talked about it before on the podcast. But if you would like to invest in an online course, much cheaper than $2,000 too, right? This isn't a live event. We don't have to worry about rooms or food and this kind of stuff. So it's going to be incredibly affordable. I would love to invite you to participate. So again, uh, it's going to be asynchronous uh, starting up here soon. And then there'll be some live synchronous group coaching calls, but we'll record those as well where people can get their uh, questions answered after digging into the content. So if you would like to join that experience, there's no landing page. Uh, I might talk about it via email, but all I want you to do, if you're ready to go, is to write me an email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com. Just put in the subject line, I want your help with vision, right? And then write whatever you want in the body of the message, but I'll know what it's about. Uh, I'll get you the details. We'll get you, uh, we'll get you enrolled and then uh, get you access to the awesome teachings that I have for you to really unlock that remarkable vision that you have inside yourself. Thanks for listening and go make a ruckus. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed. Mm-hmm.